Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is Thursday night. It is a new year, which means it's a new season, I guess. That's how these things work. I don't know. Anyways, um, I'm kind of glad to be back, picking things back up. Uh, it's been a long, dry winter for the most part. I haven't done a lot of content. But, you know, with life, uh, things push forward no matter what. So, sup, loser. Yes, I am a loser. So, why don't you kill me? That's a Beck reference if you don't get that one. Anyways, um, <clears throat> kind of cleared the, uh, the board a little bit. Uh, we're election season's over. Don't have all the same stuff. Um, but you know, we still have some, uh, some, I guess sponsors we'll call them, but, uh, you can go to notoverallpodcast.com. You can see the grossly outdated website that I need to go update probably tonight. Um, but you can also find our merch store over there. Uh, they do fantastic work over at proudlibertarian.com. That's who does all our merch. And it's, uh, I say ours, like I'm not the only one doing this anymore. All of my merch now. Um, but they do great work. They have awesome t-shirts, uh, stickers, whatever. And show your support. And go to redemptiontactical.com. Use that link right there on the screen. R-E-D-E-M-P-T-I-O-N-T-A-C-T-I-A-T-I-C-A-L.com. Slash question mark, R-E-F, equal sign, the number one. November Victor X-ray zero. I haven't done that in a while, so I figured I'd go ahead and do it since, uh, you know, whatever, right? False. I see it live. Yes. I don't know what she's seeing live, but yes. Jenny said she was first, and I said no. Uh, oh, oh, you're saying that Jenny's seen it first. Okay. I've got it. Well, that's kind of cheating. I mean... Yeah, that's that's kind of cheating. Lunatics in the house, uh, mostly the nut house. But uh, Brian uh, says they have great plate carriers, and I'm assuming he's talking about Redemption Tactical, who is a sponsor of ours, who does in fact have awesome plate carriers. I, however, do not have one of their plate carriers. I uh, I do want to buy some of their stuff as. Uh, personal financial situations improve hopefully soon i do want to start upgrading some of the equipment start upgrading hardware software all that good stuff so the show gets better i've kind of regressed into the old days of the show where it's a shitty webcam but you know that's 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 how it goes uh let's see i haven't been in the lock ward at the va in 13 years that just goes to show that the VA has shitty healthcare system. Is a shitty healthcare system? It should have been like thirteen minutes. There's the uh, the link for Redemption Tactical because Canon sucks. Yes, so I guess I'll address that real quick. Canon, uh, this camera right here. <clears throat> if those of you who have seen me do lives in person and on site will know what I'm talking about, but this camera right here. Is what I use for all the live streams. This is what I typically use for the show, for the Sunday night news show, 
Um, it's this little bastard right here. It's a nice camera. It's amazing. Um, I really enjoy using it. The only problem, the only problem I have with it is the issue I have currently, which is that Canon is dog shit slow at updating their software. So I have to use uh, the EOS webcam utility in order to get it to run as a pass-through for to operate as a webcam. So because I op updated the operating system on my computer, it no longer will work <clears throat> and there is no update. So I have, I am beholden to Canon until they get off their ass and update it. Brian says, if Drew's a real cowboy with an eye, he'll shout out the great baboon. I don't know what the fuck that is. I guess he'll explain it to us. You'll have to remind me, Brian, here in a little while, what the fuck that is. But he'll be joining late. Yeah, he'll be joining late. Um, he's got cowboy shit to do. I guess the cops decided they wanted to raid his house tonight, too. That are... Well, there's a Thursday. It's a Thursday, yeah. It's uh, And it's like, what, 5 o'clock where he's at in New Mexico? Mm -hmm. So, you know. What's it? I wonder what it's like living in shitty time zones. I mean, Eastern time is the only time that really matters, if we're honest. I mean, this is where all the best and the worst shit happens. Drew will be joining late. There you go. So, anyways, I, I do want to spend a little bit of time um, kind of pitching what we have planned for the future. Um, I do have, uh, well, I should say I, uh, we have a couple things planned um, for the future. So a lot of people don't know about it, but I'm going to go ahead and share it now. We are in the process of working on scheduling Rob Schneider, the actor, for a show in the springtime at some point. Um, we're in conversations with his, uh, who is it, his biographer? It's PR, but it's, it's more on like the charity side. Well, I mean, it, it, well, this show is always charity. Yeah, we should just call it uh, not a real charity show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> people come on, do their 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 charity, and they write it off on taxes. <clears throat> but Rob, his it's his publicist mm -hmm. been speaking with. Um, so we're looking in a very serious way at getting him on the show. Uh, we're also looking at, was it Kyle from yeah. Phil from All That Remains? So we're looking to do some really big things this year, get some huge names on the show um, in the name of charity. And so that way they can write off on taxes because, you know, taxes are extortion at the greatest order. But yeah, so we've got big things planned. Um, the hiatus hasn't been for naught, but, you know. Uh, Lunatic says Kurt Russell would be great. I'm trying to remember who I know the name. I don't remember who you Kurt. You don't know Kurt Russell. Is. I don't. Remember, I can't tie the name to the face. Tell me you're not 30 yet without telling you're not 30 yet. Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Why is that? He's an actor. I know he's an actor. But I can't remember who it is. God. What's he been in? Here. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, he played. Uh, <laughs> He was in Roadhouse, wasn't he? Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Kurt Russell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I knew I knew who he was. I just didn't remember the face. Mm. 
Brian says he stopped by my house earlier while I was at work. Said he had to be back by seven EST. He's always like, well, you know, whatever. I've been called a fucking baby. That's fine. I'm not old and seeing how like the place you work at. Uh, he was in the God and Guardians of the. Yes, yes, he was. He did play. Uh, yeah. What was the character's name though? It was like a. It was like a name. It was like Tom. It was like some basic bitch name. Something like that. Yeah, something like that. Whatever. Tango and Cash. Escape from New York. Kurt Russell. That's a fucking amazing uh, profile picture there. Radios and guns. No, that was Patrick Swayze, says Janita. It was Patrick oh, Swayze, Roadhouse. but I thought it was the old... I thought he was the old man that was, like, working at the Roadhouse. Mm-mm. He was young back then. Oh, I guess he would have been. Yeah. yeah. Well, I knew Patrick Swayze played the main character. I thought Kurt was in the... I thought he was in the, the movie, too. Oh, well. That was Sam Elliott. Yeah. It was Sam Elliott. He was See, in Tombstone. Kurt Russell was in Tombstone. Yeah, he played uh, he played Wild Earp, didn't he? Yeah, I think he played Wild Earp in uh, Tombstone. Which was Kurt like, Russell was Ego in Guardians of the Galaxy. Ego! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, I knew it was like some three-letter bitch name. Whatever. But yeah, uh, Sam Elliott is a fantastic fucking actor. It's, imagine we getting that some bitch on. That'd be amazing. Who? Sam Elliott. Ah, I'll work on it. Mm-hmm. Pull him away from that dying TV show of his, uh, that ranch one or whatever the fuck it is with him and Ashton Kutcher. That show's not been the same since they canned, uh, oh boy, for alleged rape or whatever it was. I can't remember anything tonight. Samaria is a huge liberal. You'll never get them on. Yeah, I know he's uh, he's super like anti-gun, but is in a TV show, plays an actor that or plays a character that's pro-gun. It's whatever. We get him on. Get him on. Talk about acting or something. I don't know. Being a fucking cuck for money. Make him uh, disagree with his own self because he knows you're full of shit. Yeah, we could do that. Of making people contradict themselves. Yeah. Well, I'm. You know me, I like you know. I, I know a little bit about guns. I know like there's the clip that goes in the magazine <laughs> for the revolvers. Oh, the thing that goes in the clip that goes in the revolver. Yeah. And then what you do is you uh, shoot your your set hands with a prop gun, like Alec Baldwin. Power move. Six degrees of Kurt Russell. Sounds like a horrible porno. Uh, a cuck for money, every politician. Correct. Uh, even the ones I agree with politically are still cucks for money because guess what? You're still in the system that's oppressing people. To be fair, I chew a cuck for money. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, you said you are a cuck for money? Who is it? Oh, well. Okay. The pull thing that makes it go pew-pew. The... Try, try, ag, try, agar. The the pull thing it makes it go pew pew. What did you call me? <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, what well, we're looking to do uh, some big stuff here. Um, 
we're getting Kurt Russell on and Kurt Cobain. <laughs> um, depending on how the year goes, I might do an interview with Kurt Cobain. Um, but no, for awesome real stuff, we're going to do uh, Rob Schneider. We're going to do uh, Phil from All That Remains, which All That Remains is a fantastic fucking band if you don't listen to them. If you don't listen to them or you don't listen to that kind of music, you are a cuck for money who probably says gun laws are a needed for society. So. Shave your face and grow your hair. No. That is not a thing that we have. I'll probably trim it up. I might even just shave it all off. Fuck it. Why not? Just, let's just go hairless. No let's go eyebrows. naked mole rat with no this eyebrows? bitch. No eyebrows. Absolutely nothing. We got to go full on Aryan Brotherhood with this. I mean, I get called worse than that every day. So, Kurt Cobain. If you don't, if you didn't play six on Guitar Hero as a kid, fuck you. Hell yeah. I suck at Guitar Hero. I got long ass fingers. Actually, so LPTN's last convention, we had a Guitar Hero tournament, and I made it to round two or three, and then got shit on by Cody's wife. Cody, uh, oh, shit on Cody's wife. Cody, I play that game on Expert. Cody Nix's wife. I can't remember her name. Uh, I didn't know who she was at the time because I was immensely drunk. For those who have never seen me in public at an event, uh, drunk is my usual status. Um, but I was fucking, I was getting it for somebody who, because uh, I played up to her level. Like, she was like, oh, we'll play on this mode. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then still, like, didn't get completely shitted on. So it was nice. Uh, I was already in the Navy when Guitar Hero came out. Well, I mean, you've been in the Navy. You were in the Navy in 1802, Janita. So, like, you were back when, like, women weren't allowed on ships. But, you know, whatever. Brian, we get along. We gone, get along. I play guitar here on Expert forever. Love Doll 6. I don't mean to put all. I think I, I used to play 1803. Thank you. Yeah, sorry. It was eighteen oh three. But I think I played Band Hero too. Did you ever play that one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, as a kid, we used to play Band Hero because I was once a kid, uh, and I played drums because that's you know the big dude always likes to hit shit. So Boom. I like Band Hero because you could actually like strum. Like it was easier to move the thing up and down. Guitar Hero had that later, but yeah. Yeah, see, they upgraded all the equipment for Band Hero. Like, it was all nicer. I think, I don't remember how much it cost back then. I feel like it was a lot of money. It was like, Ooh, it was like Christmas gift for the entire family. Set. Yeah, it was a whole fucking set. It was, uh, it, was a good, it was a guitar, a bass guitar, a drum set, and then a microphone. No, it was just the guitar, drum set, and microphone. I feel like they had, like, the that was extra. That was like a you could do the bass guitar, yeah. So we did the bass guitar. I didn't do the bass guitar. I can't guitar for shit. For those who don't know, drummers get all the pussy. For those who don't know, drummers get all the pussy. Lead singers are just cucks for money. This episode is sponsored to you by hashtags cucks for money. I already changed it to Kurt Russell's filmography. Kurt Russell's filmography. 
How much longer do you think Congress will be shut down? So that's something we can talk about real quick. I was actually going to talk to this, talk to my guests about this. Um, fuck, I can't remember shit all for names tonight. Um, they are fighting over who is going to be Speaker of the House. Uh, so Mike McCarthy is who I believe the Republicans are wanting. Yeah, GOP leader. Ke- oh, sorry, Kevin, not Mike McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy. Too many McCarthys. Uh, gave in to key demands from conservative rebels, including making it easier to oust a sitting speaker. Those opponents have stuck together. Um, so, yeah, so Kevin McCarthy is who the Republicans or the traditional GOP is wanting for uh, Speaker of the House. And here is an interesting piece of information. If you didn't know, Speaker of the House does not actually have to be a sitting member of Congress. Speaker of the House can be a random citizen just elected to Speaker of the House. So that is why if you see Trumpetarians or Trump Republicans, whatever the fuck we're going to call them, retards, retards, pushing for Trump to be Speaker of the House, he can be Speaker of the House without being elected to Congress because there is actually no regulation that requires Speaker of the House to be a member of Congress. They just have to be the person sitting I guess above Congress, they're the the mediator, if you will. Um, however, that has never been the position. Is what they're that's never what the position's been used for, at least in my lifetime. It's always been someone who just cudgels the opposition to death. That's why they prefer someone within their own party who is either a sitting Congress member or whatever. Um, historically, Speaker of the House has been. A member, a sitting member of Congress, or someone elected to a position in Congress, um, or a member of the House, I should say, not Congress, but a member of the House. Braxton says, hashtag cucks for money, Speaker of the House. Yeah, that's. Uh... So this is an interesting one. Brian brought this up. Justin Amash for Speaker of the House. So I don't know if I support that. Why? Well, number one, he wouldn't win. Okay, you sound like a Trumpster. No, he wouldn't win. Republicans and Democrats aren't going to nominate him to be Speaker of the House, for starters. But number two, he wouldn't get nearly the votes to win it. And number three... But you have to vote, you have to like put him up there for people to vote for him. But they're not going to put him up there, so it doesn't matter. So who should they should put up that people will vote for? That's not Republican or Democrat. Uh, Harambe. Okay. I prefer nobody as Speaker of the House because I prefer no Congress. Fair enough. Um, no, I mean, in all reality, Justin Amash would be, he'd be okay as a Speaker of the House. I do worry that he would cave eventually and just start applying that bullshit, you know, common good logic. Yes, Brian, dicks out for Harambe. But, um, I just don't know about Amash. Like, I just don't know enough about him. I know libertarians fucking love that guy. But libertarians also really like a lot of dumb shit. Libertarians are super autistic in every sense of the word of, like, we're just going to hyper-focus on one thing that this guy did. He likes us, so we like him. That's a stupid fucking reason. I read his legislation. I met him, met him in Reno. 
I wouldn't vote for me for Speaker of the House. I like me. Well, I don't like me, but. I mean, he's qualified. I mean, qualification for Speaker of the House is basically you just make sure that both sides get to say what they want to say, and that's it. He's like the one person that wouldn't be biased with the majority of both sides. I'm going to say something controversial. Uh, what's her name that left the, the, the DNC? Uh, fuck the Air Force pilot. Yeah. Um, turn that off. What was her name? Tulsi Gabbard. I'd like to see Tulsi Gabbard as uh, Speaker of the House. She's like a total bootlicker. She is. So that's better than Amash? Well, Amash wouldn't win. Neither would she. I think she could. I think there's enough fringe support on both sides where she could actually put up a good run and win. I know I know that she wouldn't support another war in Ukraine, but she's also called out the DNC on their bullshit and also had the balls to sit there and leave the party when she was needing to, which right. Amash did, but... Brian's right. She's a flip-flopper. She is. Um, but that also means that she'll flip back to both sides. I think I think she would be enough chaos as Speaker of the House to where it would either like reform Congress or reform the House, or it would just create unbridled fucking chaos. I think she's got an easy price tag. I don't believe it. I don't know. I mean, she's she's lost. I don't know. I'm not saying I want anybody for Speaker of the House. I honestly don't give a shit because it doesn't affect my life. Someone was like, who do you want for Speaker of the House? I was like, I want to burn the House to the ground. That's yeah. what I Yeah. The Speaker of the House should be an actual speaker that they use for microphones. Like a little YouTube or a Bluetooth speaker? Yeah, a little Bluetooth speaker that, that you, <laughs> you put in your house, that you buy at Best Buy and put in your house. Speaker that should be Speaker of the House. <laughs> Hashtag Bluetooth for Speaker of the House. Let's run one. Campaign. We'll make a we'll make a, a a brand of speakers. It'll be a shitty speaker, mm-hmm. like some cheesy Chinese knockoff, but we'll call it Speaker of the House. <laughs> Leave all government positions empty permanently. Yes, that is correct. Um Yeah, I don't know. Uh, McCarthy will probably end up winning. They're not Democrats will get bored of not being able to oppress you. Republicans will get bored of not being able to oppress you. Eventually, they'll have McCarthy or someone else do it. Or a tranny will trip at McDonald's and they'll have to sue McDonald's and be focused on that. Yeah, yeah, or they'll yeah, like she like Susie said, some transgender person will trip and fall out of McDonald's, and Democrats will hyper focus on that for like racist, sexist, bigoted justice. Wet floor signs that aren't transgender equal. <laughs> so they'll focus on that for a year and a half. And then uh, we'll hear about Trump's tax returns that he didn't pay, which honestly, I don't care. Like, I'm pro not paying taxes anyway. So, you need a drink? Oh, yes, I always need a drink while I'm talking about politics. It's a dog and pony show. All the programmed fools are sitting and waiting for their treat. Yes. Yeah. No, that's, uh, that's pretty much how it goes. Um, I'm actually going to change my name on here. 
Let's see. I gotta remember what my fucking screen name on Twitter is. My Twitter handle. It's at stupidfuck.com. Libertarian not, I think. Yeah, it's at libertarian underscore not. For those who don't follow me on Twitter, you should. I will pick some of the dumbest fucking fights you've ever seen and just not care. Like, I will jump into a Twitter thread, pick a fight, and bounce. And then people will scream at me about, like, being a pussy for not staying around and fighting. When in reality, I'm doing literally something else with my show or my life. Not the real bootleg. No. And then people are like, well, you're fucking low libertarians. I'm like, I'm not a libertarian. It's in the name. At libertarian underscore not. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Get you some of that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, fucking peasants, um, the state versus bootleg libertarian is officially certified blue on uh, Twitter, which means I pay money for Twitter now. But you know, it'd be like that. If I'm gonna give any billionaire money, it'll be Elon. Yeah, if if I'm gonna give somebody money at Twitter, it's gonna be Elon. Do we want to talk about the Twitter leaks, like how the FBI was basically paying Twitter execs to shut down accounts? So it was like, two, so I think the most recent one said like two hundred fifty thousand people were mm-hmm. slotted to be perma banned on Twitter. Mm-hmm. That were targeted by the FBI, CIA, and Department of Homeland Security. And the FBI has come out and said, well, it is unfortunate that some people believe these conspiracy theories. It is unfortunate for them. I mean, I'm... Oh, my God. Alex Jones. Alex Jones is speaking <laughs> the house. You win. You win. You win. <laughs> Brian wins. Yeah, so Alex Jones should definitely be Speaker of the House. If we're thinking of chaos, it would be definitely Alex Jones. Uh, he would push for legislation for banning fluoride in the water because he no longer wants gay frogs. Um, dude, Alex Jones is a wild fucking human being. We should, like, if I ever get to the point where I can in- invite Alex fucking Jones onto the show, I want to be there. That's what I want for my life. So that's a life goal, but if we get Rob, we can get him. Uh, if we get Rob started, we can probably get Alex Jones. Uh, week one, uh, Rob started. Week two, uh, Phil from All That Remains. Week three, Alex Jones. That would be amazing. I would be... Viewers, 27. <laughs> We'd get a total of fucking 20 people watching this show. That's going to be a lot. God, it would be fucking wild. Cat Williams, the Speaker of the House. <laughs> Cat wouldn't do it. I can tell you that much. He just wouldn't do it. He's like, you guys are fucking stupid. Like a lot of the House people, though, like, he is into Coke, so maybe. <laughs> I don't think that's a defining quality for a Speaker of the House, though. No, it's on the requirements. Is it on the yeah. requirement list to be addicted to cocaine? <laughs> Let's see. Speaker of the House. So, you know, Speaker of the House is, what, third in line for the line of secession? So, President and Vice President. Nope. 
third is second Spe- speaker of the house okay. and then it goes into like the, the yeah it goes into the cabinet then could you <laughs> radios again says aoc on meth is speaker of the house so aoc <laughs> i'm fairly certain she's already on meth or some kind of crack um Could you imagine Alex Jones gets Speaker of the House and then the President and Vice President die in like a plane crash? So now we have President. I imagine such things every day. <laughs> president Alex fucking Jones. I would, I would watch diligently. I would watch C-SPAN just to see. It would be, it'd be like a Trump 2.0 presidency, Alex Jones. You'd be waiting to see what kind of wild shit he put on Twitter or what he would go into the press and say. Lunatic says Terry Crews and Idiocracy is Cat Williams as president. No, I think Cat Williams is smarter than that. But it would be interesting. We're already at every idiocracy. Yeah, we, we are already living idiocracy times. You mean water? Like from the toilet? But it's got electrolytes. What are electrolytes? It's what plants need. <laughs> it's what, what your body craves. It's what your body craves. Brondo. You know what's funny is like Brondo sounds so close to like a cleaner. It does. It sounds like it should be a cleaner, like not pillow. not a drink. <laughs> yeah. The look? No. No, the look's not even there. If if you're talking about just because he's black, then yeah, but no. The look would not even be close to the same. Terry Crews holding a fucking machine gun. Like on the with that ha- sick ass weave. With that sick ass <laughs> weave standing there in front of the fucking uh people holding a machine gun which chopped off sleeves. Banging. Be banging. Andrew Taint. Get off his dick. He doesn't even matter. Yeah, Andrew Tate is famous for being famous. He was a shit subpar boxer. Yeah, kickboxer. Well, I mean, he won, but. Well, I mean, everybody eventually. But then he was wins. out. Like... Yeah, he won and then was nobody. Like, even my boy Conor McGregor. <laughs> yeah, he's no longer relevant. But he still keeps. <laughs> he's gone from fighting in the octagon to fighting in parking lots. Now uh, he just gets coked up and punches old men in the pub. Yeah, yeah, no, he just gets coked up, fights uh, buses, throws dollies, <laughs> he uh, fights people in bars. So that's great. The, the state of uh, fighting in the world is... Irish pride. Uh, Irish pride. <laughs> Hashtag Irish pride. We got, we got shit on by a shitty country for centuries. So here's Conor McGregor. America. Thank you. Great for our GDP. <laughs> What was the name of that Irish whiskey he came out with? Proper 12. It's very good. As a Jameson drinker, it tastes like Jameson 8-year-old. Proper 12, it's a nice name. I actually kind of like that name. It's a good product. He's a businessman. He took it. He became a businessman. He should have quit fighting sooner and just done that. Well, I mean, he did get shit on by Floyd Mayweather. But not at his sport. It wasn't at his sport. You know how many times he but, kept trying to drop and like get his knees? Like he's not 
a boxer. But Floyd Mayweather isn't a boxer either. He is. He's a boxer. He's what they consider a new age boxer, but he's not a real boxer. You put you put Mayweather up against Ali back in the day. You fuck yeah. Ali at the end of his career. Well, he came up to Ali's hips, so I would hope so. His fucking uh, Ali would fucking wreck him. Like anybody back in the day, any any fucking no name back in the day would destroy Mayweather. He was all about footwork, though, Floyd. Well, Floyd Mayweather, he's a runner. He's not a fighter. He should he should go do marathons. Not fucking box. He would, but he can't spell it. Look at that. <laughs> he would, but he can't spell it. <laughs> he is not the greatest boxer. Now you're just saying shit to just say shit. And, like, I wouldn't even put him in the top 100 of boxers. Now I know I can fight Lunatic and win. <laughs> now she knows she can fight Lunatic and win. <laughs> yeah. Floyd Mayweather. <clears throat> Bitch. Oh, uh, I'm not talking out of my ass. Floyd Mayweather, you watch his fighting versus fighting back in the 70s or 80s. That was boxing. That was two men standing there toe to toe wanting to see who the biggest, baddest motherfucker was. Now it's like, oh, we're going to focus on footwork. We're going to. We're gonna run. We're gonna we're gonna take it out. We're gonna you know, we're gonna make sure we do twelve rounds or whatever. We're gonna stretch it out and no, back in the day it was two fucking juggernauts duking it out. It's a slug fest of slug fests trying to fucking kill each other. Floyd Mayweather, after a fight, goes to the hospital, gets his checkup and goes home. Boxers back in the day used to spend a month in the fucking hospital with broken cheekbones, foreheads. Tried to hit the whole time. Yeah, that's boxing. What they have now isn't boxing; it's running. Well, no, just Floyd. Well, still a good boxer. The Mexicans. Oh, are amazing! The Hispanics are fucking sluggers too. No, no, no. Homeboys are on. Mexico is the best boxer. Canelo Alvarez. Uh, bro, his footwork is unprecedented, but I can't get behind running four mile to wear your opponent down and then throwing a couple hands at the end. Like you look at, you look at what the UFC used to be versus what it is now. Like the likes of uh, Quentin Rampage Jackson, that dude was a god amongst men. That, he was ratchet as fuck. Right? He was ratchet <laughs> as fuck, but he'd go in there and fucking throw hands. He'd throw knees, everything. And now, I mean, you got the likes of fucking, like, it's, it's not the same. It gets too big, and then it becomes shit. You want to watch real fighting? Watch the bare-knuckle championship fighting. That shit. That's fighting. You're not making it out of two rounds. I think I've seen one fight they made into the third round. And both of them boys were fucking hurt. They were fucking screaming pain. That's fighting. Bare knuckle fighting? Fucking mint, bro. I want to go to one of those fights. I don't think they're illegal here in Tennessee yet. But They were over in Hollywood, Florida. All time. I have to look. See, let's fuck. Let's see if they're legal here. Is 
I'm about to curse out Andrew, by the way. There. T minus five. Okay. Boxing legal in Tennessee. Which states allow bare knuckle boxing? Mississippi allows it, but to be fair, which is part of what's. I mean, it's Mississippi. Dying is a is a godsend to people in Mississippi. Let's see. Do 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 do. Most states are legal. That's going through the history of bare knuckle boxing. I don't care about the history. Okay, now it's just in the boxing. Uh, bare knuckle boxing. Here we go. Everything you need to know. I don't need to know everything. I just need to know which states. It's legal in some states like Wisconsin, which was the first state to legalize the events in 2018. And then it goes into, is bare knuckle boxing safe? No, it is not. It's called bare knuckle boxing. <laughs> if you need to know if bare knuckle boxing is safe, uh, it is not safe. I think I watched a fight where like the third swing a dude dropped, uh, it broke his wrist and two of his knuckles. So it is, uh, in fact, not safe. Okay, whatever. Where do bare knuckle boxers train? Bare knuckle boxers train the same way as regular boxers who fight wearing gloves. This is because it's very easy to hurt your hand while punching without the gloves, even while hitting a heavy bag. And we don't have to mention how stupid it would be to spar bare knuckle. <laughs> There's no logic behind that at all. <laughs> Uh, Brian said just bring him on because Drew ain't coming. Where's his cowboy? Yeah, fuck it. I'll send him the invite. The vulture from uh, Maryland over there. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. Send it. I have to. I'm sending it to him. Okay. Just have me on. Have you okay. on what? Lockdown? Oh, uh, Northern State jokes. Uh. <laughs> I can't believe people are still watching me drone on about fucking boxing. Sister, let me go grab a beer. Grab me a few, bud. You're going to need it. Strap on in, kids. It doesn't get any better. Are you going to tell them? About the campaign and what campaign? Okay. Campaign for the nicest tits in the world. You already won. Yeah, no, I guess I can talk about that. Um. <laughs> so she's got amazing tits. Let me show you. I got oh some pictures. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Kind of. Um. Jenny Condo just popped in. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jenny. I'm not. But yeah, I am running for LPT and chair. So if you live in the Tennessee area or nearby and you are going to be like, hey, I'll be in Clarksville on when's, when's the convention? Maybe this ain't my state. You know your shit. Oh, it's your state now. You live here. 
Like springtime. Yeah, springtime, like Ralph Schneider. I know exactly when the convention is. It's a secret. You have to go to <laughs> LPTN.org to find out. And give me 20 bucks and I'll tell you. And give me 20 bucks and then I'll tell you. Let's see. LPTN.org. It's probably not on the fucking website yet. Websites shut down. <laughs> LPTN.org. This, this URL is no longer valid. Yeah, that sounds about right. Who we are. Uh, get involved. Nope, it is not on the website yet. I would I would tell you the date. But you didn't send me 20 bucks. So. <laughs> if you want to send me 20 bucks or follow me on Twitter, I'll make the, the posting at some point. But, yeah, I'll be running for chair of LPTN uh, under the... Um, Banner of Anarchy and the Great Luau. The Great Luau sets us all apart. It frees us and it binds us. And it shows you who you really are. Liberating. It's liberation. That's the key word. With gunpowder and big titty hookers. I'm not a hooker. But I wear a Hawaiian shirt very nicely. She says she's not a hooker, but she wears a nice Hawaiian shirt. So, hey, it is what it is. But yeah, I'll be running. If you want to come hang out, uh, watch me. Uh, uh, there will be <clears throat> a debate between myself and my opponent Josiah Baker, who I believe I believe uh, Ken Molman will be moderating this debate. Ken Molman is a fantastic human being. So is Josiah. Josiah's a good dude. I just disagree with him on certain things. Also, uh, you know, I should take the YWI vice chair seat. I mean, you're just going to take the seat, bro? That's theft. Are you just going to pick it up and walk out with it? That's weird. I mean, I guess it would be a good story. Local man walks in, steals political seat, like literally the seat. My first LPTN conference call, they're like, you want it? <laughs> oh, for the region? Yeah. <laughs> It's highly competitive here in this state. I don't Every- want it. Do you want it? <laughs> I don't want it. You want it? I literally moved here like a week ago. Yeah. Oh, no. It's like herpes. Nobody wants it. <laughs> um, it. No, it was offered to me in an email today. It's vacant. That sounds super official. It was in an email. Did it come from a Wisconsin email? Or like, Nigerian prince? Was it a Nigerian prince? Did you have to like... Give him ten thousand dollars so that he can give you a million. I'll give it to him for five grand. Mm. That's a deal. You take that deal. I'll give you a million dollars for five thousand. That's a good trade. Uh, speaking of good trades, it's not a cowboy, but he fucks goats. It's Brian. <laughs> <for that. laughs> hold on, hold on. I'm not set up. Hold on. Give me a second. He's not set up. Can you hear me? No. 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 What the shit? Those curtains are adorable, by the way. Here we go. Oh, now I can hear you. Can you hear me? No. What the shit? I can still, dude. I could hear you the whole time. I've just been saying no. Oh fuck you. Uh, how you doing, Brian? 
Good, how are you? I'm Kennedy. He looks different. Andrew, you look weird, bro. Where's your cowboy hat? Beard now? Well, I uh, lost it when I was grassing some cows. Yeah, I lost my cowboy hat when I was grassing a grizzly bear and it stuck its wiener in my butt. I'm just a filler. If you lose it, I'm leaving. Are you going going filler? I mean, hey, you got to do what you got to do. I'm trying to get this mic set up. But yeah, so Andrew's a good dude. I met him in person at uh, Reno. I met a lot of people at Reno. A lot of people I didn't expect to meet at Reno. We had Andrew on when, yeah, in 21 when I was in Oklahoma when I was hanging out on the on Will's rape couch. Uh, couch? He did. He well, it was like a casting couch. It's a black leather sofa. It looks like the 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 casting couch from a lot of weird pornos. Um, that's how Drew lost his hat. He fell off his damn horse. That's what he's doing. He's he's trying to find the horse and the hat. Um, yeah, we had him on when he was still running for one office. I think he ran for, like he ended up running for like three fucking offices or some shit. I don't know. But yeah, we had him on then. Oh, that was the episode we had the uh, the the king of um, Madova. The the guy who has the self proclaimed micronation out in Nevada. No. Yes, he's got his own navy in Nevada. <laughs> Isn't his currency cookie dough, Pillsbury cookie dough, or something? Yeah, yeah. So his currency is backed by a uh, Pillsbury cookie dough, not just cookie dough, Pillsbury cookie dough. That was a great fucking episode. I was so excited for that episode. Like I was telling everybody, like, look, fuck all the Natalie Bruno shit. I love Natalie Death, but fuck all of it. The king of fucking Moldova is uh, coming on to the show. The king. Royalty. How many libertarians have had royalty on this show? So is it really Not like an <laughs> So. Like, is it legit or is this dude just nuts? Like, it's. The guy is very serious about it. Like he came on the show in like his uniform. Like he's got like a uniform made up with like the Kim Jong Un like chest candy like down to fucking here. Um, but it's like not recognized by the federal government. Obviously, like they he he pays tax. So on the website he pays taxes, but he calls it uh, a foreign aid. Because he said any country that is trillions of dollars in debt needs the money. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Um, oh, fuck. Uh, Micronation in Nevada. Malasia. The Republic of Malasia. Here we go. Travel guide, a wiki voyage, entry requirements. You are required to make a reservation in advance. The president, oh, it's a president, that's right. Um, uh, the president sets specific dates for entry into the micronation. Slots are available approximately once per month during tourist season, April to October. 
blah, blah, blah. I'm trying to find a picture of this guy. Republican Malasia. Public. All right, so images. So his name is Ken. I remember that much. He's actually a super nice guy. Like, I really enjoyed that interview. It was one of my favorite I've ever done. Um, share screen. Can you tell him in my, uh, my son's playroom? Um, it looks like a playroom. With the trees and the and the things, there we go. Republic of Malaysia. So this is <clears throat> President. What's his name? Ken. John. Uh, it, looks, um, it looks like he has a touch of Down syndrome. Kevin Baugh. So he declared it in his in his bedroom when he was a kid and just continued on with it. It's 6.3 acres uh, and is the smallest of the Malasia territories. Uh, the protectorate of New Amsterdam. Oh, that's right. They have protectorates all over the world. So there's like people who like declare themselves as part of the Malaysian Republic. And so like he either accepts or denies them. We should definitely become a part of that. I was just, I was going to say when we get our land, we should do our own because we're going to have like a hundred acres. Oh, we should declare our own micronation. Our parents will be back by beef. Beef or ammo? Beef. I think ammo's too. I think ammo is more stable than beef. Beef changes daily. But you can have it backed by beef, and sometimes the government's involved, and sometimes it's not. But ammo is always going to be heavily regulated. Hold on. It said something about there's territories in the universe. So does he have realm over different planets? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's look. Let's look. Uh... Third line of that last paragraph before those pictures. And universe. <laughs> so he's the first nation to have uh, to colonized other planets. Apparently, <gasps> even a forty-nine kilometers, uh, forty-nine thousand square mile chunk of the planet Venus. There we go. Venus, Venus isn't a gas giant. It's ice. No, it's gas. Is it a gas giant? It's not a giant. It's just super hot. I think it's like But it's a. It's not ice. Yeah, so it's a gas plant. So there's no physical land. No, there's land. It's not a gas giant. It has a really dense atmosphere. It's, it's super hot. Yes. It's like a super, super, super heated earth. 
Yeah, I knew it was superheated because it's but like it's with a happening. second planet because Mercury, Mercury, then Venus. Venus. Yeah. yeah. So uh, solid, the Russians sent solid. a probe onto Venus like, I don't know, like 20 years ago or something. And they have like video. I mean, it's not like great video, but it's like a bunch of stills. It's pretty wild. And it, from the radiation, the probe only lasted like, I don't know, like two minutes or something. It's really cool. I'll have to look it up. But yeah, so first nation to declare land on Venus. I don't know how he did how he protects that land, but um, I guess I guess as a natural protector that it's Venus. I don't know. I mean, who's going to challenge him? Like the U.S. is in a treaty where they won't declare land for the U.S., so I guess he can. <laughs> I don't think he was invited to the G12 summit where they agreed to, to not colonize Mars. <laughs> Wait until the Chinese start colonizing like the moon and you got to pay a $12 a month subscription for like moonlight. Like, oh, your access to the moon has ended. Would you like to renew for $12.99? So I was uh, I was listening to Timcast today. It was the episode from last night, and uh, Luke brought up a really good point. I don't know if you listen to Timcast, but he brought up a really good point of saying uh, like all of our taxes and things like that are a subscription to be a citizen of the United States. So we we're all complaining about everything's turning into a subscription. You got to get a subscription for the heated seats and BMWs now, but the mm-hmm. United States. They started it. They were the first subscription providers uh, in the world, right? Makes sense. Paying all these taxes so we can drive on roads. It's a subscription service that we're just forced into where they come and kick in our doors and threaten to kill us and throw us in jail. Yeah, correct. Uh, your, your subscription to freedom has ended. Go, to, go directly to jail. To the gulag. To the gulag. So, Brian, you've been on here before, but okay. we're being you're we're being requested uh, to ask you to tell us about yourself. Um, that's the, that's the gong of the truth. Ceremonial gong. That's the ceremonial <laughs> gong. Um, well, uh, myself, if you haven't seen me, I think I've been on here twice before. Um, one as um, just a pure anarchist person and the last time i was on here wasn't that long ago i was running for office in maryland for state senate um i'm just a a libertarian that um i'm an anarchist that tries to be an anarchist for the normies so that i can start getting people more towards anarchy and it starts with minarchy for a lot of people so that's kind of my goal and what i try to do um yeah that's me um do you want me to keep going? Do you want to just say screw my appearance in a couple more weeks and just go for it? Fuck it, keep going. I don't care. Um, so I decided to uh, to start a podcast. Um, I haven't recorded the episode yet, my first episode yet, but um, I'm starting a podcast that's going to focus mainly on Maryland politics. Um, I'm going to kind of go local. Any big stories happening in counties or cities or towns. Um, then kind of work my way up to like one or two national stories, um, but definitely focusing on uh, on Maryland politics. And my goal is to <clears throat> just teach people how 
the bullshit that goes down, show it to them, the process that, that is needed for bills to get passed. Um, because it just like how we see it in national is, you know, they have these, you know, 4,000 page bills. Um, we have, you know, a couple hundred page bills that get passed in a day alongside another hundred bills that are also hundred pages. So a lot of people aren't aware of this. So that's just my goal is to educate people on processes uh, within the state, how you get involved, um, be aware of the, the bullshit that goes down. Um, and then you can do with it what you will. If you want to start going to school board uh, meetings, if you want to start going to city or county council meetings, if you want to sit in on these judicial hearings when they're hearing for bills and stuff like that, um, that's what I want people to start doing. Uh, if you want to go down to your local courthouse and hand, hand out jury nullification paperwork, stuff like that, that's just what my goal is. Uh, if it, people find it boring, then I'll fucking stop doing it. But I, I think it's there's a, a gap, expect, just at least in my state, where there's a local media that's encouraging people to get involved as opposed to just telling them big stories and then moving on, you know, in, in three minutes. So that's kind of my goal. Um, you know, I'm, I'm friendly with a couple local radio station hosts. Uh, so hopefully I can have him on pretty regularly and hopefully his station allows it. Um, so it, it's, you know, I'm not doing this just out of the blue. I'm not just some fucking guy. I mean, I am, but who ran for office and Anne Arundel County, uh, libertarians chair, um, being in politics just for one season, I've made allies that are in politics and in office and stuff like that. So, yeah, I'm excited for it. Um, I'll be putting them out about once a week. Uh, you know, now that holidays are over, it should be once a week for a while. Um, and then uh, on top of that, I plan on starting my own business here soon, um, selling food, pre prepared food. So that's going to be a whole gambit of bullshit to go through in order to get the licensures and permits to do all that stuff. Um, so I'll be including that in the podcast as well. And I just want people to follow along with that and, uh, you know, have fun with that and and see the bullshit that that somebody has to go through in order to start just a it's not a food truck. It would be a food stand is what it would be. Um, so it, it's going to be really fun to to show that to people. I'm looking forward to that. I'm not looking forward to the process, but I'm looking forward to showing people the bullshit that, you know, happens for you to go to your favorite food truck and get a hot dog. Yeah, people don't realize how much horse shit is in the government until you go to start a business. Like when I started my gun business, it is a six to 12 month process just before you can even start buying guns to resell them or before you can even start gunsmithing. Um, it is a very long, tedious process. You're duplicating everything. You're getting fingerprinted. You're getting, you're sending them passport photos. You're sending in all this stuff. That's just it's ATF. Like it's a thirty-page uh, docket of bullshit. You send to the ATF, and you got to send shit to your county. Yeah, and if you live in a city, you got to send shit to them. The state gets involved. It is a whole ordeal just to start a gun business. And food is the same way because everybody's wanting to know. Uh, what you're where you're buying your food from, what the food regulations are, blah blah blah. It's all horse shit. And one thing, one piece of advice I'll give you, man, is anyone who's watched this show since the beginning, which is probably nobody, uh, <laughs> but since the beginning, not every you watched since the beginning, yeah, 
Yeah, but like this, this thing has evolved and changed over the time. Like I have changed personally, and it your show will change too. Um, if something's not working, you'll make small adjustments here and there, and it'll work for you. Won't work for you. Make other changes. I mean, I went from uh, doing a shitty fucking episode once a week with like shitty yellow lettering in the the screen corners there. And to this, to sh- basically, I'm on StreamYard, I'm on Anchor, I'm on multiple platforms. We have Twitter, Facebook, Twitch, YouTube. Um, we have merch now. I mean, it all changes, and it just kind of happens. And I wouldn't get discouraged if nobody likes it right off the get, because nobody likes anything right off the get. Uh, electric cars are still fighting the, the stigmatism around them, but I like electric cars. I think they're cool. But the the process of which we charge electric cars is still lied about. So it, it takes time. It, it, everything takes time. Yeah, I appreciate it. Um, I uh, I would want to do a podcast. I mean, like the world needs another fucking libertarian podcast. Let's be honest. But um, you know, I, I feel like I have one thing. The thing going for me is that I'm focusing on a just one state for the, for the most part. Um, and I'm not going to try to make it a libertarian podcast. Um, I mean, obviously I have my biases, so it's going to be a somewhat libertarian podcast, but it's mostly just going to be a Maryland politics podcast. Um, and hopefully that can resonate with people and I can start getting, um, people in different counties that are also involved in politics or, or pay attention to politics that can start contributing. They can come in, you know, be be guests, hosts with me, be guests, um, talk about, you know, this, this bullshit that's going down in their county or their city or their town. Um, and they can enlighten people and we can just put it out there and, you know, trying to make it so that anybody who's liberty freedom oriented, uh, whether you're a, a classical liberal who still, you know, is a Democrat, a registered Democrat, you're a libertarian, you're green party, your people's party, your Republican that isn't ultra far right and just wants to, you know, fucking like Trump's asshole. Um, uh, you know, you're, you're somebody that can see the good of what I'm trying to put out and an, a way to get involved. And uh, knowing that there's other people trying to, <laughs> there's other people that are taking time from their family, skipping dinner that night to go to a County council meeting. Um, just talk to two minutes for two minutes about, whatever might be on the docket that night. Um, so, you know, it, that's, that's really my goal. Um, yeah, I'm going to have my libertarian bits about it, but that's not really what it is. It's not really a libertarian podcast. It's a, it's a Maryland politics podcast that is unfiltered. That's not, you know, you're beholden to corporate sponsorships and mainstream radio airwaves and stuff like that. So that's, that's my goal. Yeah, it is interesting to see when people do stuff specifically tied to their location. Um, Because that's really what we all should focus on, right? Like our local politics, Mm -hmm. because we're not going to change anything at the national level. Not an individual, not even a group. Unless you're FTX, in which case you just steal money from people and give it to Democrats. But, um, you know. Oh, by the way, our new sponsor this week, FTX. For, for legal reasons, that's not true. Um, <laughs> none of that is true. 
but uh, yeah, but yeah, it, it is. I, I am excited about your show. I won't promise to watch it because I don't watch podcasts, ironically enough. But uh, yeah, no, I don't blame it. I, I, uh, I listen to a handful, I listen to yours when I'm interested. I was, I really did want um, Tom on here tonight, <laughs> that's why I, I got on. But because um, he's also in the Radical Caucus, I'm I'm a I'm a state organizer for the Radical Caucus, um, and him and I tend to agree when we're in these meetings and stuff. We tend to agree, you know, as opposed to the kind of more left leaning people we that are in the caucus. Um, so I just wanted to come in and give him my support. But uh, I don't I don't listen to podcasts that much. Yet. I listen to the Timcast because between stopping having to pause it at work and stuff. It almost takes me an entire work day to listen to a Tim cast. Um, and I, I used to not listen to Tim Hall at all. Had no interest. And then uh, the first episode I listened to was the one where they had Angela McCurdle on. And I, mean, I just kept listening every day after that. And uh, when they got Luke Rudowski on, I'm like, oh yeah, he's, he's speaking for people like, like us. He's an anarchist. He, he promotes the Libertarian Party a little bit, just 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 enough that it, you know it's enough that he says it all the time. So, yeah, I don't listen to podcasts either. See, it is funny because Tim Cast is Libertarian leaning or anarchy leaning, and then you got Joe Rogan, which is the largest podcast in the world, who around election time will will like name drop Libertarians and then like whoever the candidates and then just disappear for the rest of the year and won't say shit about Libertarianism. Yeah, but um. Uh, Joe Rogan is, I think he's really close to being pushed into anarchy just for the simple fact that like he watches all this shit, he brings all these politicians on, he sees all the bullshit he's like mm, this is and fucking he questioned and he's not scared to question these people at all yeah he doesn't, he, he, I mean he, he questions everything, he'll bring you on a show he won't grill people, like he's not like well, he's not like the uh, Pierce Morgan like how dare you stand on the graves of dead kids, there's like this this sounds kind of fucky, bro. Why does this make sense? And then they'll like explain, it and he goes, "Huh, no." <laughs> and he tries to, you know, just bring, make things, make these people explain things in like normal people terms. Like, okay, so how can the average person, uh, kind of justify your what you're saying, right? And he just asks like the most basic questions, and most of the time they can't answer it. They they're just you know, they they can't answer answer common questions that a common person would, would ask, and I think that's why he's had such success is because he's just asked the right questions, right? The good questions. They're not hard. They're not gotcha questions. They're just questions. And if he likes their answer, then he goes okay, and he moves on. You know, and, and I think that's why he's had such success, and that's why I like Tim Pool too. Um, he put he has a little bit of spin on stuff, but uh between all of his different co-hosts and stuff like that, um, I think it, it does a good job of kind of covering all the bases. If it wasn't for Joe Rogan, I think Tim Pool would have probably the one of the biggest political podcasts in the country. So good on him. And he's in Maryland still until he's not. So I appreciate that. Yeah, Joe Rogan uh, fucking bounced hard out of California because who wouldn't? Uh but uh, Maryland is a uh, is a rough state. It's it's shitty legislation wise, as you know. 
Um, I lived in the Northern Virginia area for years and uh, Maryland is basically like the Autobahn of driving. Um, once you hit the Maryland line, it's pretty much uh, what's a brake pedal. Um, but uh, yeah, Maryland is shit on legislation because it's, it's kind of like Virginia. You've got, you got population centers, which are super blue. And then you've got the rural part of the state where it's like uber red and they're fighting all the time to see who has power. And it's never the red, but it, 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 it shows through history of legislation and modern legislation where they're kind of butting heads and fighting over just who's going to oppress people more. Yeah. And it's, I mean, they always say Maryland is um, like a mini United States, like geographically, right? We got the mountains in the West. We have the Bay and the swamps and stuff in central. And then you have the farmland and the ocean on the east. But it's, it's also a good microcosm of politics in America too, because what it, what it ends up happening is you have the the cities and the towns, like the bigger towns being super blue, like Baltimore blue, not a red speck in Baltimore city. But then you go out West to the mountains, to the farmlands, you go to the Eastern shore with the farmlands and it's hardcore red. So, and it just goes to show that these urban centers that have a denser population with a uh, such a smaller amount of geographical area, control the the state pretty much. You know, you have, yeah. um, you know, you have uh, uh, Baltimore City, you have Prince George's County, Montgomery County, and they control the state. Everything else, for the most part, is red. Um, and but they that's the the, the state senate out of 42, 47, um, They only have thirteen Republicans. But if you were to look at a map of Maryland, 70, 80 percent of that map is red. Um, but it's just the, the population density of the blue areas just control the state. Yep. Just completely. Yeah, that's that's a lot of states like California is mostly red, like the majority the geographical majority of the state red. People don't think about that, but it is um, New York, same way, Florida, same way. Tennessee, Maryland, but you have these population centers that hard blue. Now, I think Tennessee is is kind of an exception where Nashville isn't blue; it's still red, but it 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 is more liberal red ish. It's not die hard like conservative red. It's more like modern Republican red, and then you've got Memphis, which is die hard blue, but. You know, Memphis is basically Mississippi at this point. So you're right. When you, you, you're seeing it in Texas now too, right? Because uh, Austin, yeah, yeah, Austin, um, just a blue city. And then you got people moving. The people that are moving from California to Texas are moving to Austin. Um, at least fortunately for them, you still have like Houston and El Paso and all those other cities that are red still. Plus all the. Uh, rural areas that are red. So, I mean, they have a saving grace, luckily just because of the numbers that they have in Texas. Um, but yeah, it's, it's always the urban centers that pretty much make a state blue. Usually. Uh, and Maryland's, yeah. one's, Maryland's a great example of it. I mean, and Baltimore's a small city. It, it's you, you can stand when I used to live in South Baltimore, 
you can stand on the roof of my three-story uh, three-story row home. Stand on the roof, and you could see the other end of Baltimore City. That's how small it is. Um, but it has a huge political uh, force behind it because it's so densely populated. Yeah. Well, uh, Brian, I'm going to go ahead and call it for the night, my man. We'll get you back on when you've got a few episodes under your belt, when you've kind of got a feel for the, the podcast and thing. I'd love to have you back on. Um, for those who don't know, Brian is the official, unofficial, official uh, campaign manager for my campaign for LPT and chair. So yeah, you should yeah. go follow him on Twitter as well. Yep. Follow, uh, follow me. Uh, it's uh, at BK, the number two FOR Senate. I've been, I, that's from my campaign and I just been rocking with it. Um, I've had fun with it. It's follow me there. Um, I have another Twitter page, but that's, kind of i keep that for kind of 3d 2a stuff and i only just scroll it i don't really get on and interact with it anymore so uh yeah at bk2 for senate follow me there well go follow him follow me at, at libertarian underscore underscore not um i don't know where drew is uh <laughs> Maybe he's still looking for that horse in his hat. Yeah, hopefully he's okay. Uh, Hopefully that stripper girlfriend of his hasn't killed him yet. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. So, uh, but hey, Brian, I appreciate you hopping on. That way people don't have to listen to my stupid ass all night. So, uh, (laughs) well, I was sitting here watching anyway. I'm like, well, I might as well see if he wants me to hop on and talk to him. (laughs) There you go. But, all right, my man, I appreciate you. Have a good night. And, uh, Good night, good liberty, and uh, fuck the state. Peace.